Every marriage that endures is going to face the pain of heartbreak and sorrow and loss. And if you or a couple you know is walking through a particularly difficult time, we want you to know that there is hope, that there's light. Uh, I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. They lead our Focus Marriage team. And you two are always so open, so transparent. I think you've shared dozens and dozens of struggles in your marriage. But today, what's something that God has on your heart that you've walked through together and and you've seen your your relationship uh, improve through that struggle? Mm -hmm. I would say looking back, one of the hardest seasons we walked into was when our daughter, Taylor, went through her divorce. It was right before COVID and it just devastated us knowing that this is what we do, that we put all of our efforts and energy into really helping people have healthy marriages, including our own. But this kind of rocked the boat for us because really it caused us to question a whole lot Mm -hmm. of, you know, if we can't do anything to save our daughter's marriage, what does that mean about us? And of course, that was a whole long process of us unpacking that and realizing that God could have, because we've seen it over and over again, sitting through those intensives, we saw, we've seen thousands of couples restored. Yeah, God could have worked in that yes. situation, but he didn't. He didn't. Hmm. He didn't change her husband's mind because our daughter wanted the marriage. She wanted to go to an intensive. She wanted to fight for the marriage, and he did not. Hmm. And there wasn't a thing we tried to convince him but that didn't work. And and so it just was finally just landing at, you know what, God could have, and he didn't because we've seen it. And it really sent us into somewhat of a crisis just in and of ourselves. Yeah, definitely a tailspin. Looking back, some of the things that, that really stand out to me was when you know, we, we didn't get into the blame game. Well, you know, I sensed something was going on, or I said this, why didn't you do this, or why didn't you intervene, why didn't we fill in the blank? And so we, we never did that. I, I just never see that as productive. Um, but what we did do is um, we recognized that we were going to each grieve differently mm-hmm. and that there were going to be moments that that Aaron was having a really hard time and, and I could just care and, and just come alongside of her, not trying to talk her out of how she was feeling. And there were times that I felt super discouraged. And Aaron, like you were saying, it caused us the question, you know, man, well, why are we even in this business helping marriages? But what I appreciated is that you never one time um, tried to, to problem solve when I was having a bad day. You never tried to say, well, no, God's got this. And, you know, he, you know, he, he's got us here and this is our calling. And you you just, you, you let me hurt and you let me lament and, and you just cared. And because what I didn't need to hear was that, I mean, I knew that. Yes. And I'm smiling because thank you for saying that. But then I would go to the store and buy cinnamon gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our coping and mechanisms, that was, I right? Always, I smile because that's how we cope. By the way, <laughs> yep. yeah. we liked those cinnamon gummy bears a whole lot. <laughs> I haven't eaten one in a long time. Yeah. Well, it's a good sign. <laughs> Too I reminiscent. Yeah. <laughs> I was cleaning a drawer out the other day that I hadn't touched in years. Literally found a cinnamon bear. Huh. 
that it must have fallen from. Did you leave it there it. as a reminder of well, pain? I was that you super tempted through. just to go ahead and eat it, but okay. I wasn't sure if I'd survive. <laughs> I'm so not sure. Yeah, threw it away. Well, probably good to put those things in the past. Well, back to the seriousness of the topic, uh, we're going to hear now from a couple that had high hopes when they entered marriage, as most of us do. Uh, Jeff and Sarah Walton, however, ran into some really serious challenges, and they shared part of their story with Jim Daly. Jeff and Sarah, welcome to Focus on the Family. Thank you so much. We're so glad to be here. Pleasure to be here. Um, let's get into it. Uh, when you first married, I think, like I said, Gene and I had those expectations of perfection. <laughs> Everything yes. was going to be perfect. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, you know, I was the knight in shining armor, and she was my great uh, damsel in distress that I saved somehow, <laughs> some way. Uh, how did you envision it uh, prior to you being married? What were you thinking? Yeah, I, I think I, I would relate exactly with what you've stated. So you walk into marriage, um, kind of have it all planned out. I think I'm going to have this type of career. You want to build and grow in your career. You want to have a family. And as you raise your kids, you think that they're going to fall suit, you know, and, and follow in line. And early in our marriage, we, uh, we faced kind of the complete opposite and we're, we're flipped upside down. But I think walking into that, it's natural to think that you're going to have better days than worse days. Um, but I guess as we look back on that, there's so often that we, uh, I think, as couples walk into marriage, not being fully prepared for the other side, for, mm -hmm. the, for the worse, for the sickness. And so that's something that I think has been on our heart and something that God has grown deeply in us, uh, mm -hmm. a passion for, for those couples mm -hmm. and to prepare them for that. Sarah, expectations, I think for women particularly, mm -hmm. when you get married, there are certain expectations, sometimes unspoken, which yeah. makes it really difficult for us guys. <laughs> Because yes. we, we don't know. No How do you want us to behave? Yeah. We didn't know that. Yes. Um, did you have those expectations of what day by day it would look like, week by week, mm -hmm. year by year? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I think a lot of times we don't really realize we have expectations. They kind of just naturally come. And so it's not until something opposite of that happens that you're like, oh, whoa, that's not at all what I expected. So I think like Jeff said, you go into marriage and we were young. I was 20. He was 23. So I think we were a little bright-eyed and not totally aware of what was to come. So I think all I really imagined was I was excited to start life with him. I was in love. I, um, I'd i come off of a rough few years. So I think I kind of, in the back of my mind, I thought, I've gone through my hard stuff. God has brought me through that. He's grown me. Now is the time to really enjoy what God has for me. This is almost the redemption of what I just came through. Um, and, you know, we had a short period of time where we really did enjoy just each other as a couple, but really not long after we got married, the tension of work and long hours and me being home and trying to navigate that, it didn't take long for me to start wondering, okay, well, he's gone a lot later at night than I anticipated. He's gone really early in the morning. I'm on my own a lot. That's not how I thought marriage was going to be. I thought this was like a team type thing. Um, and so while we loved each other, it didn't take long for those expectations to start kind of um, crumbling a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's help the audience because you mentioned that physical impairment that mm -hmm. you had. What yeah. what took place and how did that um, kind of become the first major obstacle for you? Yeah. Well, I, I actually had dealt with a lot of health issues growing up, um, but nobody could really figure out what was going on. It was really random things. And so no one could connect the dots. 
So then we got married and it was, I think I was used to it. So it wasn't really in the forefront. It was just kind of a nagging problem in my life. And then we got married and not long after that, I started having increasing problems with stomach issues, kind of flu-like symptoms. And it kind of started to demand my attention a little bit more. I, I just couldn't push it to the background. And so, especially with him having long hours, it just added a little bit of stress and that increased as children came, which is very common for health problems. Um, just the taxing um, pregnancy and delivery and all of that started to increase those problems that had always been there. So they began to dominate life where I almost was not very functional. I was starting to be very fluish all the time, which if you know what it feels like to have the flu, <laughs> you just don't wanna do anything. You wanna lay in bed all day. So that started to kind of come to the forefront in our relationship, and I started seeing doctors, but I still could not figure out what was going on with me. It, it took years until we started to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And in 2015 was when I was finally diagnosed with Lyme disease. And the kids, other kids were starting to show different symptoms as well. And about a year later, they were diagnosed with the same thing that I had passed on Lyme disease gestationally, which hmm. I did not know was possible. Oh, wow. So that has manifested in all of them, which has created this to be a very difficult family journey because mm -hmm. it tends to not be covered by insurance. So um, yeah. that continued. And then I started to have several more ankle surgeries. So it kind of felt like getting blows from every angle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> layer upon layer. And um, yeah, so the layers, like you said, are really, I think, what started to beat us down. Well, uh, truly what the Waltons have gone through is a really significant chapter of life. Uh, and Aaron, there are couples who are right now facing a serious illness. What's your advice to work through and, and actually survive this kind of a storm? Mm -hmm. And it is such a storm. I was just talking with a couple just a couple days ago about this exact thing. The, the wife had developed an autoimmune immunity issue and uh, as a result of chemotherapy and then had to walk through the pandemic and they were standing before me just with tears in their eyes going it is just unbelievable a the amount of money we've spent and b the the impact this has had on our marriage and what i encouraged them i said so how often do you guys allow yourselves just to grieve mm -hmm that this is what has happened. This is where we're at, both individually grieve and then come together and grieve together. And they kind of stepped back and they said, you know, we really haven't done that. And of course their tears are just pouring from their eyes. And so even just giving them permission to grieve kicked off that grief. Right. And so I say it's important to grieve and grieve individually, grieve together. Um, and then you know, come together and care about what is the other person experiencing. But then, you know, then there's the practical things. Get educated about what does this mean for me individually? What does it mean for us collectively? You know, the diagnosis that we've received or what's happened. And then surround yourself with godly people. Because one thing this couple was saying is that they felt pretty isolated and rejected as a result of what they were going through. And I, I think it's important as the body of Christ that we recognize that oftentimes we see people and we judge what we see. We don't know what the circumstances are. Mm -hmm. And so just keeping an open mind of what must they be going through and just showing up as a compassionate, godly human being, yeah. just full of care. And, you know, maybe recognizing the friendship might look different 
than what other friendships look like, but staying committed to that friend. Yeah, this is a time individual. not to let them isolate. And, right. there, and there, there are times when you're not going to be able to get anything out of them. You just have to pour into mm-hmm. them. We've gone through tough times. I know the Waltons have appreciated friendships. So appreciate your uh, wisdom on that, Erin. And I hope that as a listener, you're thinking of somebody right now that you can reach out to and offer some uh, encouragement to, some hope, some support. Now, earlier, uh, Aaron and Greg talked about their daughter's divorce, and we have an article that they've written. Uh, We're going to post that online for you. The link is in the episode notes. And uh, with regard to what the Waltons went through, I'm going to recommend the book that Jeff and Sarah have written. It is a terrific little devotional book, Together Through the Storms. Uh, This is going to offer encouragement to you. It's going to offer perspective. And uh, I think you'll find this to be a really useful book if you're facing a challenge or if you know a couple that maybe maybe this is the tool of outreach and support to offer to them. Uh, ask about the book when you get in touch. Uh, make a donation today, and we'll send a copy of it to you as our thank you for uh, partnering with Focus on the Family in doing ministry. Uh, we'll have all the details in the show notes. Uh, we also have one additional resource, an article that Greg has written called Keep Your Marriage Strong During a Crisis of Illness. And uh, that link is in the episode notes as well. You'll hear more from Jeff and Sarah Walton next time. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. <music>